It is Friday, the 8th day of January in 2021. Allow me to wish all of you the happiest of New Year, as we have already welcomed an insurrection more or less led by a sitting president to the main stage. And don't forget, it's a two-for-one. Also includes a free t-shirt that you'll find funny, but only really uses a cum rag. All of this and way too much more on episode 57, the Heinz episode, the ketchup and Bruins legend Steve Hines, who only wore the number after he left the Bruins and finally found the joke. Stevie Hines was a serviceable third-line winger who the Bruins lost to Columbus in the 2000 expansion draft. Fun fact. Another fun fact, Hines ketchup is one of only three ketchups that should be consumed by anyone. The other two being McDonald's Fancy and Sir Kensington's. No high fructose corn syrup in Sir Kensington's, which is fucking great. And I can't read, so get ready for... Oh boy. You know what's not great? This is Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. I have a, there's a tingling in my trousers and it's not a good one. Sounds good. Let me put on some chapstick real quick. My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. (laughs) Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Hello, my friend. Hello. Oh, man, it's been far too long, and I'm thrilled to have all four of you in as we uh, sit here, uh, as I said, on the uh, the 8th of January, the 8th day of the, uh, the, the newest year, 2021, the year of our Lord, not really, but, uh, and as we sit here, you're on the brink of something, I'm not sure what. I'm not going to get all apocalyptic and, and be like, Gar, there's a civil war coming. Because I don't think it's that. But it is certainly an arduous uh, situation. We've got a, uh, a lunatic fringe out in D.C. yesterday, or Wednesday, I should say, screaming about the election being stolen while sim- simultaneously uh, committing, at minimum, trespassing on, on federal property. Uh, but seeing as uh, B&E at the Capitol building is sort of new territory for the old republic here, I'd be willing to bet that there are various other crimes uh, that were, were committed. And of course, someone lost their life. Actually, four people, but one, uh, one, one person was actually shot by Capitol Police and died. Three other medical emergencies of some, uh, some sort. It really, at least nothing that I've read thus far has sort of explained that. Um... My, my assumption would be heart attacks. These people don't look entirely healthy. 
Um, and look, all of this, uh, of course, was was essentially incited and fueled by our president, who's made a mockery of the position since he took office. And uh, is allowing the rest of the world to see just how fucked up we really are. It's terrific. The stance that he that he didn't uh, is so, is somewhat preposterous to say the least, given that he said, "quote You'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong." Now, to the gathered masses, that they took that as, "Hey, uh, you know." go storm the Capitol building, because he also said, we're going to walk down there, which, look, in common sense terms, he's not saying, you know, go do this. Uh, But the way he says things is taken um, in certain ways by certain people, and he knew what he was doing. Like, he's a shitty person, but he's not not entirely stupid. So, you know... uh, but at the same time, though, the idea of taking the country back, which is a thing, we're going to make America great again. We're taking the country back. It's still incredibly odd to me. Take it back from what? From who? And look, in reality, I know the answer, and I'm sure most of the country does too. Uh, but being upfront about hating or being afraid of brown people is apparently still too much for him and some of his cosplaying supporters to, to, to say. But this whole stealing of the election thing, I, I still can't wrap my head around it. Uh, you know, when he won, they're saying, the, you know, they were yelling at the other side and saying, "Well, you lost. This is our president. This is your president." Blah blah blah. You know that, that those those sorts of childish responses. But it, I was thinking the other day. Look, the Democrats aren't really good at much, and they sure as hell couldn't figure out how to quote steal end quote an election. They are wildly unorganized and generally way too occupied with trying to be right all the time to even come up with an idea. The fact that Nancy Pelosi was made speaker again tells you all that you need to know about the leadership of that party. They'll find a way to screw this up. And look, I really hope that they don't, but I'm almost certain that they will. Because if there's one thing that Democrats are good at, it's fucking up a good thing. So... The next two weeks are going to be bonkers. They shouldn't be, because, you know, quite frankly, they need to do something radical uh, to take the keys away from this guy, because he shouldn't be driving. That's that. I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, Out of the way, because one, it's topical, and two, because this is my show and I do what I want, but... Being away from the, the pod uh, for a couple of weeks should give me time to come up with or uh, create new content, but mainly I've just been sitting around doing nothing. Too few of you, though, listened to the last episode with the funniest fucking story that I've ever heard. Honestly, my buddy Nick told a fucking story that blew my mind. If you haven't, and you happen to be listening to this episode for some reason, go back and, and, and do it now. I'll wait. Go, go ahead.
shits on a woman is is just honestly it's fucking it's amazing right it is so i hope you enjoyed it cuz i loved it laughed my ball sack off um anyways I thought I wanted to do a like a 2020 year in review episode. Um, then I realized it was it's kind of hacky, and it would like you know it would be pretty dour to be perfectly fair. So, um, but look, here's a a quick recap, just the same, of how it might have gone, sort of. If I had done the episode. The end of the Patriots dynasty. The Rona working from home. Tiger King. I lost the job that I thoroughly enjoyed with people that I enjoyed even more. The Last Dance. Started this horrifically useless podcast. Thought about trying to write a book. Just ended up reading Twitter for a few months. Waited for Bernie Sanders to get screwed again. Yep, there it is. Sports are back and all the local teams are now terrible. Cashed my Red Sox wins under bet. Sold a house. Bought a house. Joe Biden wins. Thanksgiving. I finally got a job. Things are looking up. Jumped through a few hoops to go on vacation. Southerners are annoying. Christmas. Brexit. The local Chinese food store took their phone off the hook at New Year's Eve. At 2.30pm, I was shit out of luck. And see. So that was that. I mean, that was easy, right? Fairly simple, straightforward. Not much to it. All in all, um, you know, fairly standard. I don't think my year was uh, entirely different than other people's years. You know, I mean, there's a couple things in there that might be a tad different, but I mean, for the most part, it's pretty, pretty standard, right? Um. Anyway, here's a here's the free ad of the week. Do you like eating food? Of course you do. Well, head on over to Martin's Restaurant, 205 North Avenue in Abington, Massachusetts. Their amazing staff is serving breakfast and lunch seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 1.59 p.m. That's right, 1.59. Don't even fucking think about showing up at 2 because your ass ain't eaten. Be sure to ignore the QAnon propaganda posted on the corkboard when you walk in, or you'll be brainwashed into Bolivian. So when you're hungry and feeling like a good old greasy spoon, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better choice than Martin's Restaurant, 205 North Avenue in Abington, Massachusetts. It has been... Oh, I'm sorry for the... That noise. The mouth noise. That was a loud one, huh? Jeez. Sorry, I can't help it. Like salivating for some reason. So that was gross, huh? Um, where was I? Uh, I did it again. <laughs> oh, gross. All right, hold on. Let me uh, hydrate. Oh, Luke. No, I'm not going to do that. It's been a hell of a week for the internet. All kinds of 
juicy nonsense coming about. First, there was Bean Dad. If you're not familiar with the Bean Dad story, a fellow by the name of John Roderick, slightly apropos, is uh, some jerk-off Twitter anti-Semite who's uh, apparently a friend of, of Ken Jennings, posted a nine-tweet thread. Nine-tweet thread. It's a lot of tweets. About how he essentially tortured his nine-year-old daughter for over six hours while she struggled to open a can of beans using a manual can opener. He was attempting to be funny, which is apparently what he was trying to do while being all anti-Semitic on Twitter, and uh, neither were anything approaching funny, to be blunt. Now look, I can understand, as I burp into the microphone, I can understand how watching a nine-year-old use a manual can opener for the first time could be funny. Just as watching uh, kids try to dial a rotary phone is funny. They're good gags, you know? Just like Encino Man is a cinematic classic because a dumb human trying to manage something that they don't understand is incredibly entertaining. However, doing it for over six hours, like this gentleman did, is just borderline sadistic. And he got fucking ratioed to the fucking moon on Twitter. And then eventually just went and deleted his fucking Twitter account. Like, honestly, what a fucking pussy. The internet's a cold-blooded killer, man, you know? If you start trending for the wrong reason, you're fucked. That's a fact. Like, this this John Roderick guy, uh, you know, he's a... Yeah, he had a blue he's a blue check mark guy. So, you know, he must have done something or been something. Apparently he was getting ready to start a podcast with Ken Jennings, which probably would have been fairly successful, seeing as Ken is uh, you know, uh, a, a known entity, if you will. And he's about to enter a, a very sacred ground here as he's the first interim host post Trebek for Jeopardy. So, you know, this guy was was in line to do something, but, you know, this little bitch had no problem making a cornucopia of racist, sexist, homophobic jokes uh, and got off scot-free. I mean, the, the whole thing about being dead is that people went back and looked at, at his old tweets and Voila. Piece of shit. But the minute he mentions a fucking can of beans with his kid, boom. Dunzo. He was already a piece of shit before this, but telling a dopey joke made him famous for the wrong fucking reasons. This guy, uh, you know, had to issue an apology. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, my attempts at humor went went wrong, yada yada yada. You know, I should have mentioned that. What do you say? There's a 
there was a bowl of pistachios with us the whole time. My wife was in the other room laughing. We were both laughing the whole time. But I mean, his his tweet thread just made him come off like like such a fucking abusive douchey dad. There's no fucking reason for that. Like, don't don't be shitty to your kids, even if uh, you know. Like, let her try it for 15 minutes. The joke is is old and done after she struggles. You know? Like the the rotary phone gag where the dad's like, oh, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can dial this number on this phone. And it's these two fucking teenage kids and they can't figure out how to dial on the phone. On the rotary phone. I probably should have mentioned that part. But, you know, that's funny. The the information superhighway is is a is a one way street to f- pure fucking ignorance. The other day, Helen Keller of all people was trending because dumb kids on the TikTok seemed to think that she wasn't really blind and deaf. That's right, Helen Keller. Keller. <laughs> the coffee I had is wearing off. I had no coffee, of course, before I went to the dentist this morning. So it was a bag of shit around 2.30. Fired up a pot. Ground the beans. Made the coffee. And I was juiced. And then I spent like an hour and a half uh, doing production. Putting together my stupid bits. Had a big dinner. And now, gassed again. See, you know, I'm recording this. It's it's currently quarter nine, so it's getting close to, to you know, uh, old Davy Boy's uh, bedtime here. You're about to get a little bedtime magic. Not really. <sighs> Let's rewind, okay? The other day, Helen Keller was trending. So Helen Keller, who we've all been taught to be this. Fairly remarkable individual who was indeed blind and deaf and ultimately uh, learned how to uh, to read using Braille and uh, went on to, to be a very intelligent woman. I think she was a professor at one point, but wrote a book. More mouth noises. But, you know, these fucking kids, um, yeah, there's, there's no way she could have done that. It's all fake. Really, that's what we're doing here. And of course, uh, you know, a video about it has now been seen by like, uh, like, like fifteen million times. So all these little fucking accidents think it's true. A tool that's so revolutionary is also the cause of so much stupidity. This show included. On the internet, everything someone doesn't believe is suddenly fake and didn't happen. Facts no longer exist. And these people are simply too dumb to understand literally anything. They have the world at their fucking fingertips. It's just, and the thing of it is, this is the old man portion of the program. Like, I remember when the internet was like first a thing, okay? I think I was, uh, I was in high school. So this is, you know, early to mid 90s. And, you know, it was researching a paper. And it was like, oh, use the internet. In the library. The library had eight 
you know, PC setup, all connected to the slow-ass dial-up, and you used it for for information. So you learn shit. But it's been bastardized at this point. Where learning shit on the internet is now stupid and fake. Go figure. And the following that, that, that some of these people have for doing next to nothing is also something that I cannot wrap my head around. Can't figure it out. And they make money. And I've said this before. Look, if you can monetize it, go for it. It's a capitalist society, baby. Make your money. At the same time, don't be a fucking shitty uh, person and, and say dumb shit, make shit up, uh, shit like that. The latest thing, another another thing, is the, the wild rumors of uh, the demise, the end of the marriage, the end of, of uh, Camelot Part 2. <laughs> Kanye West and, and, and old Kimmy K here uh, are on the outs. Very well could be. And the wild rumor currently is that uh, Kanye West was cheating on her with some makeup artist guy, guy at Kanye's ranch in Wyoming. Couple things, right? One, I didn't know that Kanye swung that way. Two, I didn't know that he owned a ranch in Wyoming. A eh, shrewd business move on his part. Surprising. So this must really be the final straw for Kim, right? But apparently, you know, the the the, the gist of this is that somebody made this up allegedly and uh, posted a video on the TikTok. Now everybody believes it. And, and Kim apparently is suing this girl who started these rumors. Suing her. Good. Smart move. But, I mean, come on now. Kanye needs some uh, some serious psychiatric care, I think. That's, that's my professional opinion. He needs some serious psychiatric care, but allegedly uh, he's busy drinking water straight from the nozzle. That was entirely uncouth. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, the internet is a fucking cesspool, right? I said it before, I'll say it 10,000 times, I'll scream it. Uh, the top of my lungs, the internet is a fucking cesspool. Let's get into the toy aisle, right, shall we? Of course we shall, because it's what I enjoy doing. Uh, listen, the Celtics are off to a 6-3 and three start, which on paper looks pretty good. There are some holes, some flaws. First, the game is 48 minutes long, not 36. Oh, as I burp into the fucking microphone again. Jesus. Ugh. It's not 36, so try to play the whole fucking game. Way too many awful quarters thus far with no defense, lazy lazy passing, uh, poor shot selection, and just overall shit. Too many... And, and I, again, I hate when I do this because this is 
the get off my another get off my lawn portion of the show. Too many fucking three pointers. Like, and look, I get it. They're worth an extra point. But it's easier to make a shot from 15 feet versus 22 or 23.7 or whatever the fucking distance is now. I don't remember. It's easier. The goal should be easy. If there's a guy with an open shot from 15 feet, give him the basketball. Let him shoot it. They're playing down to the level of bad teams. Case in point, that lost to Detroit last week. Detroit fucking sucks out loud. Played them twice. In one game, they were they were basically uh, trampled all over fucking Auburn Hills or wherever it is that, that they play uh, and lost the game. And in the other game, they gave up 120 points and squeaked out a two-point win. Not ideal. Not ideal. The two Jays have been great. But but Tatum's got a case of Kobeitis and he loves Hero Ball. Almost as much as Marcus Smart. I fucking love that kid. But he should be fined like fucking a grand for every shot he takes in, in the fourth quarter of any game. Seriously, that should be stop shooting the basketball in the fourth quarter, Marcus. Nobody likes it, your teammates included. And it's terrible. That's not your role. If you want to shoot in the first three quarters, have at it. Don't mind. I'd pref- I still prefer you only shoot maybe seven, eight times a night. Because conceivably, if you put up Rondo numbers, 10, 10, and 8, 10, 8, and 12, 12, 7, and 14, you know, shit like that, that's what I want. That's why I loved Rondo, because he knew his place, which wasn't to fucking chuck threes. It was to pass the basketball to the other three guys on the team. Hello? Not the fourth, fifth guy, because he couldn't shoot either. But that's, I think, what Ainge is trying to build, where he's got, you know, three guys, hypothetically, that can shoot. When Walker comes back, it'll be Tatum, Brown, Walker, a point guard that doesn't pass, I mean, doesn't shoot, just just facilitates, and a big man, Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, uh, who don't shoot. Just uh, get under the boards, bang, grab grab, grab rebounds, and, and facilitate. That's what I think he's trying to build. And I think when, when Kemba Walker comes back, I think that's what you're going to see. But I don't know. They're in a good spot right now for the most part, given that they're 6-3. and three. Having Peyton Pritchard playing well certainly helps. Who would have guessed that a kid that played four years of college ball was player of the year in a premium conference and can shoot would be a serviceable NBA player? Weird, huh? Whoa. The other side of the coin. Your New England Patriots. 7-9 finish with a depleted, injury-riddled roster. And a quarterback who was absolutely dealing with something. I'm sorry, but I refuse to believe that Cam Newton is that bad. It could be that I like the guy and I just want him to be better. And honestly, after that Seattle game, I thought 10-11 wins was in the cards. He looked terrific throwing the ball. I almost said basketball there. 
I didn't. But uh, he got the Ronin. It was all downhill from there. Guy still ran for almost 600 yards, scored 12 times, caught two touchdowns. Granted, he only threw eight. That's neither here nor there, actually. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of them. It's either here or there. What a dumb fucking expression. Neither here nor there. What the fuck? Anyway, I, I, I don't think he'll be back next year. I think given a uh, another year to get healthier or healthy in a full off season, he would have been better. Uh, the guy was a great teammate, very good with the media. Clearly, the coach loved him. It's too bad. The thing that killed me most about the end of the year was all the Stidham talk. And look, uh, I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. If you listen to my uh, season preview show back before the season started, I said, look, if Belichick believes in this guy, then I'm all in. Clearly, he, he did not believe in Stidham. When Newton gets the Rona and they have to go to Kansas City, who's the starting quarterback? It wasn't Jared Stidham. It was fucking Brian Hoyer. That should have been the uh, the dead giveaway right there. That there was something amiss here. And all the talk about, well, they said all year, if all offseason, if, you know, uh, he's our guy. He's our guy. What's, what are they supposed to fucking say? Yeah, we don't think he's very good. We don't have a quarterback right now. What? There's no fucking way in hell that Bill Belichick is going to... Those words would not come out of his mouth. Of course he fucking said that. God. And you know what? I fell for it. And apparently everyone else did too. But the flip side of that is that I can figure out why the kid isn't fucking playing. Because they see him every day. They think he stinks. So be it. End, end the discussion. That should be it. All these people clamoring for, oh, you need to you need to put him out there so you see what you have. They see him every fucking day. They know exactly what they have. And he's not good. It's okay. He was a fourth-round pick. And suddenly, fourth-round picks are like fucking gold. Oh, I can't believe you wasted a pick. Ooh, you wasted a fourth-round pick. Ooh. You, you you signed a borderline all-pro uh, right side of the offensive line uh, a kid in um, Owenu. Undrafted rookie. And the kid was fucking phenomenal. But you wasted a fourth-round pick on Jared Stidham the 10th quarterback taken in that draft. 10th. That's a flyer. By any fucking stretch of the imagination. Now, they could cut him, and he could go somewhere and, and, and play well. Good for him. Didn't fit here. They didn't like him. It's okay, folks. Let it go. He's not that good. Cam Newton wasn't that good. Brian Hoyer wasn't that good. Jared Stidham, Worse of the bunch. It's that simple. I'm still going to put faith in the coach. Why wouldn't I? 
what has he done uh, to make me think that he's not capable of doing the job? Oh, well, he's wasted a bunch of draft picks. Oh, well, okay. I can't really disagree with you there. Uh, but he's got a pretty good track record of drafting guys late and, dra- and, and signing undrafted guys. That should count for something, no? No, 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 no. He needs to... He missed out on this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy by not... By taking Sony Michelle instead in the first round. Yeah, a lot of teams missed out because they took... It, it, the draft is a 50-50 shot. You either get a, a good player or you get shit. That's how the draft works in every fucking league. It doesn't matter what. It's a crapshoot. You don't fucking know how these kids are going to pan out because they're fucking kids. Odd. Playoffs are coming. Very excited. Not really, but whatever. Uh, I hope it's a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl just because it, uh, it, it should be an excellent game if it gets there. I don't see anyone else in either conference beating either team. I got the Chiefs last week at plus 200, so my fingers are crossed. Speaking of gambling, uh, I lost the Pods Best Bet Contest last week to uh, Scott Banksley. I finished a half game behind him. He managed a, a, a push early in the season, and that's what got him over the top. Took a massive lead early on. I managed to make it interesting, but couldn't pull it off. So congratulations to Scott. Uh, Scott may currently be suffering from the from the Rona himself. Who knows? Uh, his poor wife and his two children apparently tested positive for the Rona. So no bueno, Scott. My condolences to you. Hopefully uh, you don't have it. Hopefully you continue to, uh, to not have it. That would be great. Um, I haven't been doing bad with my bets over the last month or so. I've managed to keep a very small bankroll in the old uh, Venmo account. The way that I look at it is as long as I'm not dipping into my bank account every week, that's a win. Uh, Scott and uh, our other friend, Jackie Fraudley Jr., like to tell me that I suck. So I went and bought the domain davesucks.com. So I own that. davesucks.com. Sounds terrible, but still. Uh, I may just make a blog out of it and document my bets and eventually become the worst gambler on the web. I make way too many bets with my heart. It's stupid, you know. I like betting on teams that I care about. I don't know. To show my support, I guess. <laughs> just fucking stupid. I did make money on West Ham last week as they uh, pulled off a win at Everton. Big win. We're in great shape. Uh, three points out of uh, a European spot, but granted there are 11 teams within like seven points of each other. So we're in that group, which is great. Uh, the The cup match we're supposed to play next week is probably going to get moved due to the Rona. Uh, by the way, the Brits are fucking this thing up way worse than we are, which is simply astonishing. Apparently they've got a positivity rate that's that's the highest on the planet at the moment. So Plague Island as I've as I've heard it called. Plague Island. Very funny. Alright, as it is uh, Friday, it is time for three gripes. 
Short show. Huh? I mean, I've been doing hour-long shows. But uh, but this one, no. Not so much. Short. You know, we'll see. It's okay. It's a big day. I don't have an interview this week, you know. Should have one in a couple weeks. Very excited for that one. Um, completely different and probably, hopefully, funny. So, um, we'll see. Anyway, gripe number one, dentists. Uh, I've been to see the dentist twice in the last two weeks. And I've had five fucking fillings. Five. It's gross. It, it's hereditary. Entirely hereditary. Both my parents uh, love them dearly, but they pass down some god-awful t- tooth genes. I mean, just ghastly. Not good. Uh, it hasn't been nearly as bad, though, as it sounds. And uh, I may have found a dentist that doesn't suck, which, quite honestly, for me, is rare. However, I've noticed something about these guys is that they all talk and sound alike. I can't really imitate it, but if you've had more than one dentist, I'm sure this may have dawned on you. The banter is also generally terrible and far worse than a doctor. Uh, maybe because there isn't like a ton of um, like face-to-face conversation. I mean, a lot of the the dentist time is lo- is looking down on you with multiple lights shining in your face. Um, but today the guy comes in at nine ten for my nine a.m. appointment. It's like Happy New Year. Like, hey, uh, yeah, saw you last week, and you said the same thing. But okay. And then he's all, well, the year's off to a great start already. <laughs> like, oh, is it? Is it really? Ugh. Just don't talk, okay? Give me extra Novocaine. Do your thing. Get me the fuck out of here. That's all. I have enough anxiety with dentists as it is. I don't need, I don't need banter of any kind. You know, and the thing of it that kills me is, so last week I went for two. Okay, and when I had gone for cleaning about a month or so ago, uh, they said, "Well, you've got three three cavities, uh, so we'll make an appointment. You'll do two and then one. Terrific, sounds great." So come in this morning thinking, "All right, it'll be half as much time as the last one. Um, be out of here relatively quick." And he's like, oh, okay, well, we got these two over here, and then this one up here. I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? That's that's three. I thought we had three total. No, you've got uh, these two in the back here, and then there's one closer up front. That's not what we discussed, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we mentioned that. Like, one, how the fuck do you remember? You see 8,000 people a day. You don't fucking remember what we talked about a month ago, so shut the fuck up. Sir, you told me. Two the first time, one the second time. Now you're telling me that I have uh, three today. And then he drops this fucking napalm on me. I still have my wisdom teeth. Okay? Uh, 
on my left side, I'm currently missing two molars. I think. I, no, I don't know. But there's a space there. I'm missing a molar. I had it pulled back in the day. So the wisdom tooth is growing, you know, unencumbered, if you will. Well, it turns out there's a fucking cavity in the fucking wisdom tooth. So that needs to be filled. And he's going to do it. He's like, well, you know, hey, it's a tooth. Oh, thanks, bub. So I'm going to have a filling and a wisdom tooth in a month. Fuck you, dentist. Gripe number two. Local car dealership owners and commercials. Why do the the owners of these companies feel the need to inject themselves into the ads as if anyone is going to buy a car based on them? And this is a classic. This has been going on forever. Ernie Bach Sr. did this. And the thing about Ernie Bach Sr. is he had the fucking llama come running through at the end of the commercial, if you're old enough to remember that. Chico, I think was his name. <laughs> so come on down. Hey, Chico! And here he comes. Here comes the fucking llama running across the parking lot. I mean, you watch the commercial, you watch the ad, and you're like, oh, you're waiting for fucking Chico. Here he comes. Yeah, Chico! I'd be really fucking pissed if his name wasn't Chico. Anyways, they're all weird-looking white guys. Every single one of them. There's one on now of a uh, a bald guy with terrible teeth, uh, a red beard. He's not exactly, I don't know, fit. And there's also a small animated version of him uh, with a squeaky voice talking about how great it is to buy a car there. Now, the mannerisms of the human version are straight out of uh, how to be on TV, rule number one, constantly move your hands. And it's terrible. You know that the producer of this commercial is telling him to constantly like, do this with his hands. Like the, You know the gesture. I'm, I'm making it right now. And this is what he does, the whole fucking commercial. Well, he's talking about the Kias or the fucking Hyundais or whatever. That's the problem. Sometimes bad commercials work and people remember what they're for, which is the point. But I couldn't tell you what he sells, where he is, what he was advertising. Because I was so fixated on how, uh, he, you know, it was a terrible commercial. And, I'm, and I'm, my thing is I'm watching him and he's supposed to be talking to the little animated fella. But he's like looking over him. So he's way off. And the cheap production probably couldn't fucking adjust the little animated fella to be in the sight line. So it just looks awful. Stay out of the commercials and just concentrate on the cars. Like, all right, you're having a sale. Terrific. You can get that price pretty much at any fucking dealership. The angle that I want to hear from these guys is, hey, we'll try to get you out of here in less than six hours. I mean, that right there is enough to get me to shop at your dealership. But you don't hear that from any of these guys. You know, you, you hear the same standard. Well, 
Uh, we're changing the way you buy a car. No, you're not. You're doing the same fucking thing. You're playing the same fucking games. Oh, let me go talk to my manager. Oh, I don't know if we can reach that price. Just say yes or no. You know. Don't play the game. If I want to pay $200 for a car, $200 a month, and you know that it's not possible because my credit is crap, not putting enough down, just say no. Just, you know, lean in. Full, you know, put your hands together. Lean in on your arm and say, you're an idiot if you think you can get this car for 200 bucks a month. The best we can do, 280 take it or leave it. End of discussion. The problem is they're probably not compensated on a salary basis. It's all commission. So it's like, oh, we're going to play the game, go back and forth, see what we can do. Yada, yada, yada. Nope. Sorry. You really want to change things? I don't know. This, this whole fucking gripe got way out of hand because it wasn't about all this shit. I haven't bought a car in 12 years, and I'm, I plan on not buying a car for at least a few more. Because, quite frankly, uh, the process is awful, and I hate it. So I don't want to do it. Fix that, and we'll be good. All right. Gripe number three. The people who buy snacks that they would get at home while on vacation at an all-inclusive resort. Now, this is a leftover from a couple or a few weeks ago when I did my long-winded, stupid rant about my vacation. So a woman sitting at a table eating a bag of Lay's salt and vinegar potato chips. Now, I had seen these chips in the gift shop earlier and noted to myself that they were 14 fucking dollars for a bag, a standard bag of Lay's. The bag itself had clearly been manhandled, wrinkled, uh, you know, creased throughout its journey from the distributor in Texas to the island nation of Antigua. I was in there buying a couple of $8 Red Bulls to mix with my toxic vodka in my room, and I wondered how the fuck they'd sell all these chips. Well, sure enough, this broad was stuffing her face with them. In the little courtyard, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. Of all the options for food, that's the one that she willingly chose. A snack that she could buy at a convenience store <clears throat> 10,000 times over for the $14 that she just spent on this bag. That better be the best fucking bag of chips ever. Ever. Now, the argument is that, well... You know, you can't get a you can't get chips at the Sandals Resort. You don't have them. All right, you can go to the fucking bar or go to the uh, the pub, order some chips, order some fries. There you go, problem solved. You want salt and vinegar? Sure. Here's here's some fucking vinegar. Here's some salt on your fucking potatoes. Boom, done. Craving cured, huh? See that? But no. $14 apparently was not enough to keep your bloated ass out of that bag of chips. Just go to Florida and buy four bags for the price of that one. Stay away from me. Get out of here. It's fucking gross. It's not needed. That's the end of the show. Thank you for coming. Short show today, huh? 
What are we, what are we, what are we clocking in at? Less than an hour. Boy. Is it good? You're welcome. Okay? You're welcome. But but seriously, thank you for coming. It's it's greatly appreciated as always. I say this every time. Thank you so much for indulging me. It means a lot. It really does. Uh, all four of you that listen to my show, I'm incredibly thankful. 2021 is going to be a better year for the program. Okay? We're going to we're actually going to make an effort here. We're going to try. We're going to try and make this something. Who knows? I say that. I'm full of shit. But whatever. Hope you enjoy the program. Uh, I am on the, the Instagram at ComplaintsPod. I also have a Twitter page at ComplaintsPod. I have a Facebook page with Fox Facebook. I have a YouTube page uh, that I don't use, but I was thinking about doing like a live uh, segment of uh, of the pod and putting it up there. Just for, you know, shits and giggles, I guess, you know. Why not? Gotta use it. I got it. Gotta use it. I mean, who who doesn't want to see my beautiful face, right? I'm sorry, that's not true. Nobody does, really. I mean, even sometimes I look in the mirror and like, ugh. What, what, what is that? I got hair growing all over the place now. It's fucking awful. I got a hair... Uh, I didn't even talk about my fucking haircut. Oh, I'll save that. That's next week's. Here's a, here's a fucking major market tease. Next week, we're going to talk about my fucking haircut that I got at some place and from somebody other than my dear friend Ali at Tweed Barbers. I had to go to another... I didn't have to go. I chose to go absentmindedly, stupidly to a local place. I hate myself for it. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, Feel free to call the show. 617. I forgot the fucking number. 617-65-RIP-EM. Oh, boy. Call me. Leave a voicemail. You'll be on the show. 617-65-RIP-EM. Talk about whatever you want. That's the whole point of the voicemail service. But love to have you on the show. If you or someone you know wants to be on the program, let me know. Uh, that'd be terrific. Love to have you. As I said, I should have a guest in a couple of weeks. Very excited for that one. Should be good. Um, but yeah, that'll do it. Listen, take care of yourself. Take care of others. Or take care of each other. Jesus. Ugh, yeah, it is. it is bedtime for this guy. Good grief. Tell your friends. Thanks for coming. Ta-ta.